Hello and welcome to the Surprisingly Sober Podcast. I'm Trevor. And I'm Tern. And we're just two guys talking about life and whatever the fuck we want to talk about. That's why it makes yeah. it great. Um, yeah, uh, we, we have a few uh, fun topics today. Some that are a little out of character, honestly, uh, on my end. Out of character for what we usually talk about, I feel like. so. And we have no qualifications to be discussing the things that we do, but we do it anyway. We also have Surprisingly Music, where we're talking about music. Yeah. Because we've listened to music before. Yeah, we uh, really enjoy music, and we try to broaden our music horizons a bit. Yeah, and... which actually I think we'll jump to, jump into on one of the topics I have today. Okay, cool. Um, cool. We'll kind of talk about that podcast. Um, yeah. Like I said, we're two best friends. Uh, Been best friends for... years yeah, this uh, September. Yeah, this coming September, it'll be 16 years together. Yeah, don't say it like that. Um, <laughs> surprisingly sober. I'm not sober. He's sober. That's the surprising part. Dude, so <laughs> um, that that's something I want to quickly touch on. Not so much me being sober, but so many people are, other than caffeine, are so surprised that I live like a very viceless life in a lot of ways. Like, Main, like your mainstream vices, yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, what? What would you even call my vices? Like, I went vegetarian for, like, a decent amount of time. So, it's, like, clear that, like, meat and stuff isn't, like, a vice for me. It's just something well, that I like. Caffeine. Yeah, that's yeah, your, yeah, that's ca- your main vice. Yeah, yeah that's but, a mainstream vice. But, like, but, like what know. else? It's anything that's that's on the verge of addiction. Yeah, I don't really feel like I have anything. I think you have I've some... Cut, I've cut down my social media and Reddit time significantly. No, yeah. No, I'd say you do have very little. But, yeah. you know, I don't want people... Like, people like, I don't have any vices. It's like, well, when you take a hobby too far, then, yeah. then that's a... You yeah. know, which I don't think you do. Yeah, Other than no. how super into working out and nutrition you are. <laughs> so, that that was one of the things that got uh, brought up. I was talking to this girl that I'm uh, currently seeing. And she was, like, really enamored by, like... She's like, I mean, like, other than your energy drinks, you are probably, like, one of the healthiest people I met. Like, you don't drink, you don't smoke, you don't, like, eat a bunch of junk food. Like, you don't, I'm not a snacky kind of guy. And, like. Except for chips and dip. Except for chips and dip, baby. God damn. But, but like, like I, don't, I don't eat candy. I'm not, like, the type of person to, like, just always have, like, snacks ready to go. Like, I like to eat meals and shit. And a lot of people are, like, really confused by that. And honestly, I'm confused by snacky people. Like, someone who just, like, uh, like just, like, always has, like, snack food at the ready, and that's, like, probably the majority of their calories they consume. Yeah, no, I mean, we don't really have snack foods in the house other than yeah. chips and dip, and that's about it. And, like... That's, like, more of a weekend thing. Yeah, it's more of, like, a, hey, we're doing podcasts and playing video games afterwards. Yeah. Um, but, um, I don't know. I, I never really pay attention to what other people are doing, but I feel like... Once I got into nutrition stuff, I'm kind of looking around at, like, other people's, like, eating habits. I'm just like, man, the bar's kind of low for being healthy these days. I mean, it is. It's yeah. very, very low. Yeah. Especially um, being in America. Not sure if you could pick that up by our accents. Or accents, yeah, mate. Yeah? Yeah, bruv. Yeah. Yeah, cuz. You know, I am very happy. Very happy you didn't bring Kermit onto the podcast. Let's talk about that for a minute. Is that something you wanted to talk about? It's not something I wanted to talk about, but I just thought of it, so we're going to talk about it. Okay. What do you want? To, why do you want to talk about Kermit the Frog? 
What happened with you and Kermit the Frog recently? No, no, no. What happened with you and Kermit the Frog recently? Uh, I started doing the voice, and I thought that I did it well enough that I should probably you, own a Kermit you, the Frog puppet. You do a great Kermit voice. You, I do it well enough. You do it better. In, in terms of a bell curve, you're definitely in like the <laughs> three standard deviation range, you know? Uh, and you're, I did it well enough where I thought that I should... You're a statistical outlier. That I thought that I should uh, own a Kermit the Frog puppet, and now I do, thanks to Amazon, and it got to me in less than 24 hours. Thank you, Jeff Bezos, for making so much entertainment in my life. Uh, yeah. And Taryn, how has it felt to be bullied by Kermit the Frog the last two days? Um, it's really hurt my self-esteem. <laughs> <laughs> to be bullied uh, by a fucking frog? Yeah. Um, I learned uh, it is easy being green when you just make everyone else around you feel like shit. You make everyone else feel green. Yeah, <laughs> make everyone else feel blue. Ooh, um, blue balls. No, I, I, <laughs> I gotta say, um, you having Kermit has definitely been a great source of entertainment in this fucking household. Just and don't worry, don't worry. I've already told myself that whenever you bring a girl over, she has to come over for three or four times before I bring out Kermit the Frog. Unless you're just like, hey, hey, uh, do the trick. Like, hey, hey boy, do the trick. Sit, sit. Dude. Kermit the Frog voice. <laughs> Trevor, it's time. <laughs> we have to have a code word. Green machine. Green machine. No, I feel like that's a little scary. Like, she'll be like. Yeah, you got to uh, get them on edge. And then it pops out. Kermit the Frog bullies them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, that's. We don't need to unpack the whole <laughs> me getting a Kermit the Frog thing. Uh, I, I mean, I, I mean, like honestly, I think it's hilarious. I don't think there's really like anything negative to unpack here. I just wanted to bring up that you felt the need to go out and get a Kermit the Frog puppet to harass me. Yeah, yeah. Is that camera uneven? It looks a little uneven to me. It does kind of seem uneven. Um. There it goes. There we, we fixed go. it. Hey, hey uh, like hey, five like minutes butter. into the episode, we made it better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which doesn't usually happen. Yeah. <laughs> usually gets worse the yeah. further it progresses. Actually, uh, I don't think so. I think our first five to ten minutes is usually pretty awkward, and then it gets good. So the first person, the first woman that I told that I have a Kermit the Frog puppet uh, thought that it was kind of creepy. Well, uh, uh, the chick from work. The one that you hate. No. I don't know which one. Though. This is one that I'm friends yeah. with. We're, oh, okay. we're friends. Okay. Um, she, uh, she. Uh, did you send her Snapchats of it, or did yeah. she watch your story? Uh, she doesn't have a Snapchat. I sent her a couple of the. Like, oh, okay. The, the, uh, hey everyone! I just wanted to clarify that I am. Uh, uh, there's a lot of comments out there that I'm getting confused with Pepe the Frog. I'm not Pepe the Frog. <laughs> Fucking killed me, man. That video is great. I sent her that one. I don't think she knew she knows who Pepe the Frog is because oh, she's okay. like in her thirties. She probably like looked it up and now she's like associating you with white supremacists. Which it wasn't about that. Yeah, it, it was just about incels. Uh, not even incels, just people who are just incredibly socially awkward, where they just like, oh shit, me. Yeah. <laughs> um. Which okay, let's jump into to my topic because the socially awkward thing. I I feel like. I had a big thing happen today. Yeah. So uh, it's it's partially one of my topics too, so Yeah, we'll kind of lean into it. So, I went to the record store today. Yeah. I haven't been to a record store in like a year. Dude, we haven't been anywhere in like a year. I mean, we've <laughs> Yeah, we, you're we've right. been good pandemic boys. We really have been. Yeah, I feel like we have cuz I think the most we've ever done we've ever done is like go out to a restaurant once or twice. I think we went yeah. to like one Red Robin 
Yeah, and then we had to sit outside and it sucked. Oh, no. And we, then we went somewhere for my birthday last August. We went to McMinimins. And we were the only ones there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, we went to McMinimins yeah. in Portland. And it was fucking empty. Yeah, yeah. And the most one of the most busiest parts of Portland. Fucking empty. Yeah. Um, and we were good. You know, we wore masks and everything. And now yeah. we're vaccinated. So now we can do whatever the fuck we want. Like, make out. <laughs> um, I've made that joke a lot. <laughs> Um, so, so I went, went to, to the record store. Yeah, because we've been doing the Surprisingly Music podcast, and I found quite a few bands that I really like now, uh, and I want to get their albums. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to Everyday Music in Portland. I'll fucking say it. It's like pretty much, other than that and Music Millennium and a couple little other independents, there's mm-hmm. really no record stores, and yeah. especially out here in the suburbs, no fucking record stores. Like the biggest record store out here is like Best Buy, because they have that one rack of new new yeah. shit or hot yeah. topic or whatever yeah. um so i was like you know looking through it and so i walk in i find parking in downtown portland which was a fucking nightmare on a sunday because everyone's starting to go back out and i go into the this record store and i walk in and you know i'm wearing my mask and everything and then i'm starting to walk in and the guy goes oh we're asking everyone to use hand sanitizer and he doesn't he asked me like this kind of pretentious way i'm like oh okay so i i find it it was hidden i couldn't fucking see it so i squirted some hand sanitizer and you know did everything i was like okay it makes sense yeah everyone's searching through records touching the same shit makes 100 percent sense he was just a little bit pretentious about it and there were no signs yeah. That said, please use hand sanitizer. Yeah. I didn't see any fucking... Work. Oh, sorry. I've been good about the pandemic, and I haven't been in here in a long time, so I'm not up to date on your fucking standards. Yeah, so... Put up a sign. It was some fucking tall, lanky, Portland-looking motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I mean. You know, yeah. Fucking jean jacket on, skinny jeans that are too short, you know, and chucks. He's got chucks on. Not wearing St. Laurent. Sorry, Bruno. Y- y- your, your standards on the length of jeans is... A different problem you you like too much bag at the end of your jeans these were like up almost half oh, okay. the cap. That, they were bad. like borderline capri pants oh okay like okay. I, I, I they were rolled up oh yeah like so yeah so he put effort into making them like <clears throat> to where you could see too much leg yeah and yeah so it's just um and then he's got like a beanie on that's rolled up as well oh jesus christ yeah. um so uh i walk in there and then there's this smoking blonde punk rock blonde yeah and a, and a pink shirt and i was like whoo okay yeah. she's gonna be really impressed by what i'm about to pick today because i had a list i was yeah. looking for stan atlantic polyphia um dead weather the regrets uh, the regrets like so all i came in pretty much i was wearing a sweatshirt i had my hat forwards i looked like a, i looked like a fucking hick like unfortunately for me that's how i dress because it's comfy <laughs> I had my, my sweatshirt on that said Kawasaki on it. Um, and I walk in there and I'm, you know, perusing and I'm looking for stuff. I just felt like I did not look like anyone else in there. Like everyone looked like that one guy at the counter. Everyone looked like postmodern, <laughs> like lumberjack that never actually did labor. Not even lumberjack. We've moved past yeah. that. Portland's not like that anymore. It's all denim now. Yeah. Denim everything. Um, what was, what I did find funny in the record stores, all these, they were all young kids. They were all looking through the records and there was one old guy in there. Like, you know, yeah. a 60, 70 year old yeah. looking through the CDs. He was looking for CDs. And I was like, <laughs> what? Like, come on, man. Join us. Come on. Come over here. Why are you still looking for CDs? 
to put him in his fucking Buick LeSabre from 1994. Um, so uh, I'm like looking for stuff and I, I walked in there and nobody walked in in the time that between when I walked in and when I left. Mm-hmm. But nobody left also. So I was in there the shortest amount of time. I bought three albums. Yeah. Which is another thing too because I couldn't find half the things that I wanted. And I feel yeah. like Polyphia is a pretty big band now. Yeah. I but they, I don't feel like they fit the Portland scene. Um, Stand uh, Atlantic's pop punk, and I feel like they're kind of on the bigger side of things, you know? Yeah. Um, I couldn't find them. And like some of the, like, it, I don't like record stores because they're pretentious. And yeah, record the, stores. Polyphia are, has 600,000 monthly listeners. That's I, big. I saw other stuff. I can't remember exactly what that, like, why is that in here that I only, I only know of because of you? And <laughs> I know that they're really small. That's weird. Um, what was one? They didn't have Panic at the Disco. That's weird. Well, it's because record stores, uh, record stores are so fucking pretentious. I've gone into this record store many times. I used to live three blocks away from it. <laughs> I used to live three <laughs> blocks away from this record store, so I've been in there a lot, and um, I just felt so uncomfortable, like I was being judged, mm-hmm. which I know is my own fault and my own like self. Uh, anxiety or you mm-hmm. know my own self view or whatever which is things that i need to work on but the people in there did not help like when i went and cashed out uh not cashed out i went and bought the things that i got um cash me outside how about that um i was set everything up there and the smoking hot blonde which fuck i was like really like hey maybe this will start a conversation i'm getting you know the regrets which is like an almost all female pop punk uh, or female punk yeah, girl ve- group. Very feminist forward punk group. And I fucking love it. But the, yeah. I think that she thought that I was in there so quick. And I kept looking at my phone <laughs> like I like I was getting these for someone else. Oh. So that may yeah. be why she didn't care. Because she's like, there's no way this fucking guy listens to. Uh... Or maybe she just doesn't listen to it. Yeah, she may not. But th- so what I was saying is like the inventory in music stores. Music, record stores is always just what the pretentious people who work there want. They'll get like the big stuff. They'll have like Taylor Swift. They only had one Taylor Swift album. Yeah. Cause and, like at the same time, they're trying to be profitable and get stuff that they know sells, but they also are definitely narrow minded enough to think like people need to listen to what I listen to, which is honestly everyone. Yeah. No. Like, so that's actually something that I wanted to bring in from our surprisingly music podcast. Mm-hmm. I've definitely gotten way less, pretentious with my music taste yeah because i've started to branch out and like listen to other stuff and i'm like holy fucking shit while this may not be my style of music i can appreciate it dude us listening to denzel curry lately oh fuck i've been listening to him like on my, like on my own now dude cloud cobain's a goddamn good song oh yeah uh then olivia rodrigo's another one that yeah. i've been listening to a fuck ton yeah like i'm just like i'm actually excited about listening to more music and and it's actually so yeah just to finish my record store story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They um when I was checking out, I just felt like super like fucking judged and they were just pretentious. She didn't make eye contact with me. Like just refused to make eye contact with me, you know, she was nice to other people in the store but not me. Like it I did feel a little bit singled out, you know? Yeah. And I was just like, okay, whatever, and I just got out of there and left. And it's and I've always kind of felt like that, but this was like the worst time I've ever like felt inside that store. Yeah. Um, I'm still going to go there because honestly, I've seen other people say that. I've heard that joke made many times about record stores, how being, they're being pretentious. And it's like, it, it's almost kind of like everybody just kind of said that that is like 
That's what happens when you go in a record store. That is part of the experience. Like, I've heard so many people make that joke who are super into records. It's a common thing that yeah. record store employees are pretentious. Yeah. And they look no, down on like, I Like, me and, like, my day clothes, like, I definitely look like someone who'd be, you know, like, hitting up record stores and having way too high of an opinion of my own music. But then also kind of, like, fit in with the culture, I'd say, of the workers at the record store. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, he's probably in some, like, you know, indie punk band or something, you know. <laughs> Uh, part probably part of the local DIY music scene and everything, but like I feel like they would still look down on me in a lot of ways. Like, oh, I bet he likes this. I bet he likes that. I bet he doesn't even like this band. See, and- that was the thing. Is while I was walking around looking at stuff, I was like, I'm like, I bet they're thinking like all the things that I'm gonna pick. Yeah, and then I'm gonna get up there and I'm be like, this is not what we thought you were gonna get. Yeah. Um, but Except yeah, for the Arctic you, Monkeys album I got. You, yeah, the Arctic Monkeys definitely fits the profile. Um, but nah, I do gotta say, you gotta work on looking less right leaning. I know, I gotta do that. <laughs> you you got a little. I either have Trevor, to shave Trevor, my beard Trevor. off or grow it longer. Trevor, you had a little bit of Kermit in you when you said, "I know." <laughs> I know. I always have a little bit of Kermit in me. <laughs> and Kermit always has me and him. <laughs> Only when he's talking. Yeah. Please um, tell me only when he's talking. Yes. <laughs> um, so, but back to the surprisingly music thing. I feel like it's actually made me try new things in life in general. I feel like I've gotten a little bit more brave with my choices, you know, like, hey, instead of only getting the same thing or, you know, at a restaurant that I always get, I'm going to try something a little new. I feel like it's helped me. Uh, are you a telling bit. me if we go to Red Robin, you're not going to get the Burn and Love Burger? Well, that's a chain. That's different. You know, <laughs> I might choose a different restaurant oh, altogether. Okay. That's something else else that we need to talk about too. Um, there's too much to talk about. All right, we're 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 right here at restaurants right now. Um, you were a little flabbergasted with where I took my date recently. Departure. Departure. A uh, Michelin star restaurant. Michelin star quality restaurant. Yeah. Um, they had the potential. They would be there. Portland was on the Michelin guide, but <laughs> Which you're um, about. rooftop restaurant, super fancy food, four course dinner, the whole shebang. And your response was, I usually just take them to like McMinimins or Red Robin. <laughs> I've never taken a date to Red Robin. Okay. Um, I take you to Red Robin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you take, you take your girlfriend to Red Robin. You don't take a date to I Red did Robin. take my ex to Red Robin many a time. Yes. Only because it was my birthday. Um Yeah, um I don't mean this as an insult in any way, but you got to step up your restaurant game. No, man. I mean like like there can't be more than one. That's what my rule is for taking girls to a restaurant. There can't be like that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Because I feel like, but, but departure does not fit my aesthetic yeah, 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 and what no, I would no. choose. It would have to be a one off. Uh, but of the, it would. I could see. I could pick a one off. I could find something yeah. that's one off. Yeah, I agree with that. That is um, a very good point. I'm not that, picking a Michelin star quality restaurant though. Yeah, that ain't me, boy. I, I I would say, 
I hate I hate attaching like dollar amounts to like shit because it's so pretentious. But like, what I am for whoa, whoa, is whoa, like whoa, whoa. you worked hard with that fucking money. No, 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 uh, no, no, no. So what I mean is like I don't want to like so many people. One of the big things is oh, the wedding ring is supposed to cost X amount of your salary Three months. in terms of pretentious. Yeah, it's just like it's super pretentious, and I don't want to say hey, you have to spend. X amount of dollars on a first oh, date, yeah. or you're not trying. But I would say like a comfortable minimum is like eighty to one hundred bucks on dinner. That's where I, like I feel like a good date that you like want to impress should sit at. That's sure. That's expensive because sure just... my date was like before tip like one forty or something. But you know that's because I'm dumb. <laughs> well, I I mean. I see where you're coming from. Yeah. I feel like it should be a higher end, but I feel like you can go to a nice place and still spend with yeah. tip eighty to ninety dollars. But that's in the range. I said eighty to hundred. I thought you meant before tip. Oh, uh, no. Nah, like I think you I, should I feel like you spend, can include tip. Let's just say over fifty. Yeah. Um. Because then that's like twenty five bucks a person. I would say thirty five bucks a person. Well, Taryn, you know what? I'm gonna go with what you say because you get more dates than me. So. <laughs> more plates, more dates. Uh. <laughs> More expensive plates, more more expensive more dishes, plates. more bitches. <laughs> um, more dollars, more hollas. But um, that that was <laughs> that was something. Stupid. That was <laughs> more dollars, more hollas. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to say after that, Jesus. Um, Just agree so let's with uh, um, let's dial back to a second to uh. The whole record store thing. Um, so you very obviously wanted to go on a date with this girl, the girl working there. I mean, like I would have, I would have, if I had the balls, I would have asked her out. Okay. Um, so why didn't you? Well, one, because I was already really very anxious because I was in there. Okay, that's um, fair. That's fair. It's Portland, uh, and I did not look at all like her type. Um, and this is just assuming, so I'm assuming, so I'm, but that's fair. Um, that's how we survive is by making assumptions. Like I get that making assumptions is wrong. No, 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 no. Making assumptions is correct. Yeah. Uh, Like people who say it makes an ass out of you and me. When you inhale, you assume there's going to be fucking oxygen to breathe. Okay. That's why you inhale. Yeah. When you start your car, you assume it's going to turn on like people. Oh, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) But like. The whole, oh, making assumption makes an ass out of you and me. And it's like, no, it's the only way you can do anything. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I just assumed that I wasn't her type. Uh, but that's fair. There was no eye contact, so I just it would have been felt really forced. Um, and uh, there, were, there was two other dudes behind the counter who were just kind of awkwardly there. Okay. Okay, so that's fair. That's different then. I completely understand where you're coming from there. Also, there was even if the dudes weren't there though, I wouldn't have had the balls to do it. Yeah. That's yeah. the other thing too cuz like I'm just like I feel weird like just walking up to a person who I've only seen for the last 5 minutes. Mm-hmm. Said hi to as I walked in cuz she said hi awkwardly and then she's like is that everything for you? And I'm like, "Yeah. Stick my card in. Yeah, here's your receipt." Get the fuck out of here. So, um... Like, she literally said less than ten words to me the entire time I was there. So, say... So, let's take the two guys out of the equation. Just... It's, and customers. Say, like, it's... 
basically just you, her, and that seventy-year-old dude jerking off in the corner, looking at CDs. He was—he um, looked like the nice, nice old man from Up. Dude, so respect him. Doesn't mean respect he's not cranking down on his effing hog. Uh, Is it Bill Murray? Yes, <laughs> it was Bill Murray, the actor. Um, and uh, so. I feel like I need to take this back a bit further before we even talk about asking this girl out. So something that I've done for a very long period of time over the course of probably, I'd say, how old am I? 27. So seven to eight years or so is I've definitely worked hard on being a much more outgoingly social person because so many people think like you just have to make the jump from I'm not walking up to girls that I don't know and asking them out to I'm walking up to girls that I don't know and ask them out. Like, it's not just like this, this like step that you take where it's like, I'm not doing this, but now I'm going to. It's, it's, there's yeah. a, there's a lot more steps in between. It, yeah. It's a staircase between the two landings is when, what I call it. Or the two floors. When is other than when you're at work and you're literally like addressing a customer, when's the last time you've talked to a stranger? at the store you know like like i mean like like i mean like not someone that you are literally forced to talk to given the situation like i'm not talking about like a cashier i'm just saying you last time you talked to a stranger i couldn't tell you i'm sure yeah. it's like in passing i remember this one time you and i were walking back from the store and a lady with a dog you petted the dog yeah and i think i awkwardly said something to her so I'm I, an awkward turtle. Um, granted, most of my time out and about is while I'm at work, but I'm not a cashier. <laughs> yeah, like, you're I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not like behind like a counter where I'm like forced to interact with people. Yeah. Um, but if I go out and about anywhere for any given reason, I generally try to make it a rule of thumb that I talk to at least five people. Um, like it, it could just be fucking anything. Like, and I don't discriminate. I'm not like, oh, I'm only going to go. I only talk to the whites. Like, <laughs> I meant like, oh, I'm only going to go flirt with girls that I like. Like, if I see a dude with a cool band shirt, I'm going to be like, hey, man, that shirt's dope. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, yeah, you know, like, I love that band. Take care, dude. And then walk off. See, uh, so okay, I can see something because I've always been like, hey, that's a cool shirt. And then I'll go away and I'm like, hey, that's a cool shirt. I should say something. I've started getting to that point. Yeah. So I feel like if I kind of make an effort to actually walk up the stairs, I kind of feel like I'm slowly falling up the stairs, but it's going to take a while. Yeah. I think I need to make the effort to actually walk up those stairs. Yeah. Like you metaphor. just need to be comfortable, like saying things to strangers. And then once you get to that point, then you start like actually making like the flirting moves where it's just like, uh, you know like then you start complimenting girls that you're attracted to nice tits <laughs> and you don't have to ask them out that's the thing i compliment girls all the time and don't ask them out because like i don't know maybe their body language just says like they're not really like looking to be asked out or anything right now they don't want to be bothered but maybe their hair is like dyed like super nice like it's a great ombre or it's like really well done or something i'll be like oh hey i love your hair like it looks amazing oh thank you so much i'm like yeah no problem then i fuck off or they're wearing a nice dress and I compliment it. Like, just because they're hot and I'm complimenting them doesn't mean I have to be like, now will you go out with me? Like, I know, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, you just kind of have to like build up that like social interaction. 
like mentality because so many people don't like some well as an introvert i don't like it but even then like introvert extrovert thing like um i think i think people are so i just realized this about myself this is a drunken uh revelation about myself and people especially you people who say they're really introverted which i am one of them Mm -hmm. i think people are confusing introvertedness with social anxiety yeah and I am definitely one of them. Yes, yeah. I think I'm an introvert, but I do also like talking to people, but I also yeah. am very socially anxious. Yeah. Um. And I know where it comes from. <laughs> oh, uh, so because I was... <laughs> the floor always, is yours. <laughs> because I was always shuffled back and forth between my parents, mm-hmm. um, I was kind of always having to reintroduce myself to people. Yeah. So, like, my that. dad... Uh, who was a Jehovah's Witness, you know, I'd come over to his house and then we would go to the meetings and stuff like that and I'd have to basically reintroduce myself. Yeah, it sounds like fucking clan meeting. It's a cult meeting. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'd have to reintroduce myself to all the kids and their parents and stuff like that. And, oh, hey, how are you doing? Oh, doing great. I'm only here for a week. <laughs> I'm here all week. <laughs> um, so, uh, like, that's the thing though. You're funny. Like <laughs> I am now only because of how you've been, socially... you, you've been funny for the past few years. Like you've been funny <laughs> the whole time we've lived together. Okay. Like you've been a funny guy and that's 80% of the fucking battle. I think definitely since doing the podcast, we both gotten significantly funnier. Yeah. I think we were kind of funny, especially between us, Cause, but the offhanded remarks have gotten way better because we were like off the cuff. I mean, uh, we we're kind of like, uh, before, we were prepared joke funny. Like, we would think of something really funny to say and then say it. But now we're, like, conversationally funnier. That's all we think. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, other yeah, yeah, yeah. We think we're hilarious. Yeah, that's why we do it. Uh, Not for you, it's for us. I also think four inches is enough. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, good for you. <laughs> God. Four inches wide. Hey, hey. hey I'm like can. a tuna can. <laughs> um, I'm like a tuna fish. So... Uh, it comes from uh, <laughs> never being able to build up long-term connection. You feel like, uh, like you. Yeah, and it was just kind of it was always just kind of like, yeah, go go play with the kids, and I'd be like, hey, you guys remember me? Kinda. Like vaguely, who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah, and that's why I read Harry Potter as a kid. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I definitely think a lot of people just worry about social anxiety, but um, this is going to sound incredibly um, pretentious, boomerish, Ooh. actually. Uh, honestly, the internet and uh, e-dating as a whole, yep. which honestly dates back a lot further than like Tinder and stuff with like eHarmony and shit like that and all those internet websites. Yahoo Dating had one. Oof, I didn't even know that. That's where my mom and stepdad met. Um. And I want to get on J date. So many people, the Jewish dating website. <laughs> so many people, I feel like that is their only option for dating. And that's their only option for meeting people to date that and work. I feel, I feel like, like uh, yeah, I, I'm never, I've, I've said this since high school because I dated a girl I worked with in high school. I'm never dating anyone I work with. I that's just, haven't dated anyone I work with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like mixing those two is just a recipe for disaster. It's yeah. it you could either meet the love of your life mm-hmm. and have it all work out, um, or or it'll just be 
doomed from the start. Yeah. Like it, it's spending literally 24 seven around each other. Now if you work in different departments, that's different. Yeah. But like it also gets unhealthy because there are several people at my work who started doing that. Like they met each other at work and they started dating and now they have kids and it's like weird. And like, uh-huh. um, you know, they'll always come over and see the other. And then like people from the other, you know, that department that that person works in will come over and start complaining about how that person doesn't work enough. And this person is distracting yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it just yeah, causes yeah. a bunch of turmoil yeah. in, in inner department, you know, but, but anyway, outside yeah. of that, who gives the fuck about people dating each other? <sighs> uh, I do. I want to date someone. Well, yes, that's why we're talking about us. Um, but no, like there's this whole like uh, people who are like always talking about like how, oh, men these days are such like, you know, uh, betas and stuff like that, you know, like they just sit behind their computer and that's the only way they can interact with girls. And uh, there's honestly a lot of truth to that. Like I... I can't tell you, other than obviously looking at myself through my own eyes, the last time I've seen someone go ask someone out. Other than yourself. Yeah, like I so, never fucking see it. So I've found it, I've actually kind of found it weird because I feel like I've gotten better in person by talking to people. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I need to stop that. I heard Kermit the Frog in my voice right there. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, going deeper. All right, deeper. so... Uh, so deep you need a lifeguard god damn that's a good fucking joke (laughs) (laughs) um so uh i was in like a what a two and a half three year relationship that ended halfway through quarantine well it wasn't halfway it was during quarantine yeah so i found that going on dating apps i've been way more awkward than i was before i got in that relationship because um I don't know exactly why. Probably because, like, you had a lot less, like, over-the-phone interaction. Because it's two different kinds of interaction. Like, so basically you just haven't stretched that muscle in a long time. Well, also, I've kind of just... I think I've also just kind of been, like... I've been in a relationship before. I'm going to need to be me in order to find the right person. You Mm -hmm. know? The, The... and that's why I haven't really filtered myself on some of the opening lines. And I'm having a very low success rate of getting a second message because I'm being myself, you know, and I've get yeah. like the, the funny, you know, you, LOL. You, you need to start at like a six, man, and then work up to the 10. But that's the thing. It's just though, overwhelming. Like, like anyone's personality, you can't just come off at a full blown you. I mean, you're right, but. Yeah. Am I going to listen to it? No. It's just who I am, man. It's my personality. I'm a Leo, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm seriously considering putting keep your space your space magic to yourself in my bio. Yeah. Actually, if I don't fucking just delete the profiles and just go to them all all the time and hit on girls like you. Hey, I, <laughs> I don't go that often. What the fuck? I go to the mall maybe like once a month. No, I meant right just now. hit on girls like you uh, do. Yeah. Like, hey, I like your hair. Walk away. Hey, get your damn hands hey, off Hey, you. Get your damn hands off her. Um... But, um, anyway, yeah, so, like, I feel like this era of men who aren't asking women out, like, you are at just such an advantage if you can just have the balls to do it. 
Like, it doesn't matter who the fuck you are. If Like, the biggest thing is just don't be weird. <laughs> like, holy shit, have I heard some horror stories of people just being fucking weird. Ooh, um, so, uh, um, this guy, <laughs> no describing details. I'm sick of beeping shit. Um, uh... We had this uh, merchandiser for a long period of time at our store. And uh, <laughs> there's the first peep. We had this merchandiser who would come into my work. And um, <laughs> I didn't do it this time. Yeah, I, I didn't know, do I it. I know, right? <laughs> Fuck. Uh, <laughs> and this dude, like she was, she was pretty cute. Like, you know, I looked at her and I was like, yeah, not bad. But, like, they technically, when they're in my work, they report to me as the boss. So, it's like, again, I'm in that position where it's like, I'm not going to ask them out. Like, I'm kind of responsible for your work in a way. So, that's not a thing. But another guy started started hitting on her and stuff. Hitting on her, awkwardly talking to her, whatever you want to call it. And this went on for literal months. And then... uh. She eventually quit, and he was like, oh, man, like, I never got the chance to ask her out, and I filled up, we built up a really good rapport together, and I was just kind of like, ugh. Ugh, who do you think you are, Stephen Colbert? And that, uh, get it? (laughs) Yes. Uh, And that made me think. I was like, well, this had gone on for two to three months or so. Awkwardly. Yeah, very awkwardly, and it kind of like opened my eyes to the fact that uh guys think he he had reached the point where now he couldn't ask her out and it not be weird and i started to really kind of like delve into thinking and like putting myself in the other person's shoes of like well when should i get asked out you know like when is the normal time to ask me out first time shows a lot of confidence but it also shows a lot of arrogance mm-hmm. like i just met you this is crazy you haven't laid a good foundation <laughs> so, yet well not even that like it, it's just like i think i'm so fucking awesome that yeah you just met me but let's go out which is me so i'm really saying the tone yeah, for who i am like, who do you think you are carly ray jepson but that was the joke thank you oh <laughs> yeah i <laughs> thought i drew it out long enough fuck um it does show a lot of confidence, though, which is the big thing. Like, being confident is good. And... I do think, like, the second or third time shows confidence. Yeah. And so, also kind of sets the rapport. <laughs> so the second time they ask you out and you kind of, like, stop and think and reflect on it for a second. And it's like, okay, maybe he had a little bit of cold feet the first time we met. Wasn't sure if he should ask me out. And that's fair. That's very a little bit of vulnerability. Yeah, like you're still like not weird yet. But like once you hit like the fourth or fifth time, it's like borderline like like, how many times is this person gonna fucking bother me? Oh, now they're asking me out. It's shit or get off the pot. Yeah, like it it's just like it gets to the point where it's just uncomfortable. But also, Taryn, what if she had no interest in him? Uh, and was completely okay with him never asking her out. Well, yeah, but still, like, you're just God, talking about God, in general. Can, can this can this guy leave me alone? Then at that point, which is a different problem. But um, 
But no, like there is like a time. There is too early, I'd say, but there's also too late. And you can't just get to know someone for months before asking them out. Like it's just a little bit. Unless like the social situation like demands it in a way. Like if you work directly together and you've known each other for about a month. Then you're like, you know what? I'm going to ask this person out. Then that's kind of different. But when it's like you're just kind of like bothering the stranger who doesn't really work with you all the time. Or, I get you. Or going to their work. That's another one. Um, so, someone else. Oh, uh, it's like, uh, what did I do? Someone else, uh, they were uh, going to this person's work <clears throat> a lot. And it was like for, like, they'd be there talking to the person for like 20 to 30 minutes and then just never ask them out just because too uncomfortable to ask them out. And it's just like, stop showing up at their work. Leave them alone. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. That's stalking. Yeah. Like, it's not a good look at all. Oh. And, like, I would say the second or third time of running it. Like, if you know you're going to run into the person again. If it's literally just complete stranger, you're out at a bar, you see an attractive girl. All you have to fucking do. So many guys think they have to wow a girl. Like, they think, you know, like, oh, I have to, like, show her, like, how cool I am. No, you don't. You really fucking don't. So here's my thing. Other than just the rejection thing, I feel like it makes it awkward. Because, uh, say, a girl says, oh, you know, I have a boyfriend. You know. Oh, sorry for bothering you then. But like, what if you're like at a bar, you know, you're chatting, you're having a conversation for 20 minutes, a half an hour while, you know, you know, you're, you're, it's a, a thing. Now it's like, that's just, a, that is a brick wall of a conversation ender. Then leave. It shows your intention. It's not like I can just go to another bar and drink. No, 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 no. Leave the conversation. Just, oh, my bad. Sorry for bothering you. And then just grab your drink and walk away. Taryn, you're talking logically, and I don't like it. What? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how is that not obvious to you? You don't have to sit there and keep talking to them. No, but if you're, like, having a conversation, you're talking, you're having a good time. Like, Taryn, you can be friends with the opposite genders. Yeah. I am. Actually, I technically, a... there's no opposite genders now. There's only one opposite, <laughs> like on the color wheel. It's a color wheel of genders. <laughs> we, we are talking about this one. I'm not smart enough in LGBTQ plus lore to, to break <laughs> this one down. God. You can't call it lore. <laughs> oh. Clip it. <laughs> you can't um, call it lore. Um. Like I was saying with my idea for how to start the podcast, that's the one that starts the podcast. There's the one that starts the podcast. Into the intro theme, baby. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta have the full house style theme. Yeah, we're gonna have some dubstep. Waka, 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 waka. What full house did you watch? Oh, full ha- I thought you meant like house music. <laughs> I thought you meant house music, not, you know, whatever happened to sustainability. Oh man! But anyway, <laughs> like so. Wait, 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 wait. Let's go to your scenario before we talk about what I was saying. Um, so like, in your scenario, you walk up to this girl at the bar. She has bangs, so oh, I assume oh that she just got out of a bad relationship. That <laughs> 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 she isn't handling very well. Fuck! It's true. <laughs> I like bangs, though. We l- no. What we like. Is vulnerable women. No, I like bangs. They look good. No, bangs are fucking hot, dude. Bangs are good. Dude, 
I have a coworker with bangs and Jesus Christ. <laughs> because she's messed up. Yeah. Dude, they're dyed a different color than the rest of her head. I don't like that. And does it at least match? Like it goes together? Yeah, it goes together. So like some like D- dude, diamonds. <laughs> you have diamond penis? Yeah. No, I have diamond hands from holding all this GME all day. I wish. <laughs> Did it go back up? I don't know. Um, but anyway, so you walk up to this girl at the fucking bar who has bangs. Um, so she's out of your league. It's my scenario. Uh, I can do whatever I want. So it's um, a McMinimus too, by the way. (laughs) They have bars. But but I feel like it's the kind of bar you just go and like you get seated. Like it's not like a bar where you kind of like wander around. No, the one we went to has a bar bar that you could. Oh, okay. That's where I went for my twenty first birthday. Okay, cool. Um, and my twenty fifth too, apparently. Um. Okay. So. Um. Oh, that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, they had pool tables and shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, you you just walk up to the bar. Girl has bangs. And she's standing with a drink. And you start talking to her. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's you good. About that, that's fucking great. No. <laughs> no. Never talk about cryptocurrency to a woman. No. They're not smart enough to understand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. <laughs> um, so, you're sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. There we go. <laughs> like, I. I'm dumb. <laughs> like, I don't know how it works. Yeah. Why does I, it have to do equations in order you, for you to mine? Doesn't make any sense. So, I don't know either. I, so, all I know, so you're just like talking to her dominance. 20, 30 minutes. You're having a great conversation. If I was a girl, which I'm not, sadly, I wish I was. Um, I wish you were too. Because I, <laughs> I definitely have bangs. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're fucked up. I, I'm emotionally unstable enough to have bangs. Uh I feel like she would mention at some point in like a twenty minute stretch, like that she has a boyfriend. Okay, know. yeah, definitely a hyperbolization of the situation that yeah. is. We but no, like, it, be but like, so you walked up to this girl, started talking to her, then you ask her out. She says, "Sorry, I have a boyfriend." Then you walk away. Like, I know, but like, yeah, you know, just because a conversation's a good, good doesn't mean you have to keep having it. Taren, I don't think you know how drunk people act. That's fair. I'm definitely an advantage always being sober because I never embarrass myself asking someone out. I well, okay, that's different because I feel like I'm actually feel less embarrassed when I'm drunk because I get over it the next morning when I think about what happened. I'm just like, oh, I can't believe I did that. Yeah, and yeah, no, like I never a, have that. I just walk away fine. And you just forget. I walk away it. fine. I wake up the next morning fine. I'm fine. Yeah. Um. I mean. But anyway, so. Guys always think they have to, like, impress women in some way. Like, they have to show off how cool they are. Oh, yeah, my bike is this. My car is this, you know. I I can do this and this. I play basketball. You know, like, they just feel like they have to, like. I could have gone pro. They have to show off some sort of, like, merit or talent, and you don't. But, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. You, you can't. You can't talk. I don't think I think that everyone assumes that you have to show some sort of merit. You have to you have to do it, well, but I think it's making an impression, something that 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 makes you stand out from the rest. But you so can't talk because of your clothes. Well, so many guys brag is the thing. Yes, yeah, yeah, they're doing it wrong. Yeah, you need to be funny. You need to. Well, funny is the one thing you have to be. Yeah, you have to show that you are you're fun to talk to. Yes, you have to do. You have to make an impression. They're they're thinking that their previous achievements that they've either done or made up. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, 
you know, uh, are going to be what seals the deal when it's no, it's not. That may get you in the door, but yeah. it's not going to keep you in there. Yeah. It's not going to let you into the doctor's office. You're going to be stuck in the waiting room. So, like, you just have to walk up to a girl, politely introduce yourself, actually be nice. Listen here, you fucking incel neckbeard motherfuckers who call yourself nice guys. And girls don't want nice guys. Girls only want douchebags. Girls only want this. They only want alpha males. They don't like nice. You're not nice. They have to see that you're actually nice. Like you can meet someone who's being nice to you, but they're treating everyone else around them like shit. They treat the wait staff like shit. They treat the bus boy like shit. They treat the bartender like shit. Oh, but I'm treating you nice because I'm so nice. You're not nice. They just see you as a guy who's trying to get laid. I don't want this to seem like we're telling people how to get girls. <laughs> I, I am telling you how to get women. All right. You know what's one thing? Listen here. One thing that I've done and a girl told me that this was different is like when we were out at the McMinimans, um i said thank you every time like the waiter came and brought something over or or came over and said you know how's everything going is that yeah oh, good. I, do, I do that too thank you and just say thank you every time and she's like yeah. yeah that's really weird and like nice yeah you know like i was i'm super polite to wait staff and I, it fucking I, sucks doing that job. Yeah, and I definitely amp it a bit up when I'm on a date. Like, not, like, where I'm, like, overly nice, like, weird. But, you know, like, I'll make eye contact with, like, the waiter or waitress and be like, you know, like, oh, thank you uh, so much. You know, like, just uh, whenever they, like, do their job. But I still show thanks. Because uh, <laughs> let's be real. They're just doing their job. They don't deserve thanks. As someone who has done it before. <laughs> I was okay. a waiter for like two weeks at the restaurant I worked at because they were because they were short staffed. It doesn't. It's easy. I mean, yeah, it's it's <laughs> like it's not like, uh, but the way people steady. treat you. Yeah, no, you're gonna get that everywhere. I get that at my job. Yeah, you get that like, at your job. I, I hate people who complain about working customer service. It's just like, yeah, you didn't know this was gonna happen. <laughs> it, like it it's sucks. not it's not fun. But it's not inherently worse than the other customer service jobs. Like yeah. people think where they're sitting is always the worst seat. Yeah. Yeah. But no, so you just actually have to be nice. You have to be conversationally funny and entertaining to talk to. Don't think that means you come at them with dad jokes prepared. Like you don't need to be like, hey, what do you call a this and a this? Like that's not actually being funny. Nazi. yes like you just need to be like fun to talk to and then politely ask them out can i add one yeah don't be a conservative it's true (laughs) it hinders your chances as a liberal i've dated conservative chicks and i got off fine i didn't get off fine i definitely had to pretend to orgasm but it's like, yeah, Trump. <laughs> but no, like I've gone on dates with conservative girls in the past couple of years. Uh, <laughs> it's an experience. It's weird. <laughs> but uh, I would say conservative guys can't land a liberal girl. Like their standards are too high. They're like, you think less of my entire gender. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's weird. Your ex leaving you for their trans best friend. Is is it official now? I'm going to assume so based on all the evidence I've seen. 
I, I would say just based on the fact that we were blocked on Instagram and then I went on Instagram on an alt account that they didn't know is still following them and they there were uh, several pictures of them posted together. Yeah, I think it's safe to assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, why block? Why block me? That's the weird one. Who cares? Yeah. I'm um, better off. Yeah, I'm alone. Um, but yeah, um... So all in all, the summation of this is that almost like this generation of guys who are too afraid to ask out women is really beneficial to the guys who can just grow a pair and ask a girl out because they're so not like negatively not used to it. Like they're very surprised by it. They're like, oh, oh, yeah, sure. Like they're kind of like taken aback. Like, man, this guy's got like the courage to come up to me and like. Make a move, basically. The most attractive girl I've ever dated. I won't shout her out. Uh, like, uh, shout her out. Julia! Uh, <laughs> like, she, she's far and away the most attractive girl I've, I'm ever going to date. Sorry to every other girl out there. God damn, you're really... Uh, I'm really digging myself a grave. Yeah, uh, for your past fucks and your future fucks. Yeah, like... I wouldn't say she was, it was like the happiest relationship I ever had. Like dating Emily was definitely more emotionally fulfilling, but she's the most aesthetically attractive person I've ever dated in my life. And it was for about a month or so and it just didn't work out. We were still buds. And uh, she's the one I catfished as on, t- on Tinder to build up that comedy bit. Your dick joke routine? Yeah, my dick joke routine. She's the one I catfished as because she was just so hot. I knew every guy would right swipe her and super like her. Yeah. Um, so. We're not going to unpack that, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, she she was one that I walked up to and asked out. If I super liked her on Tinder or done anything, I wouldn't have got a date with her. No way in fucking hell. No, I think I think what we've done as a society, especially during the pandemic, which unfortunately it was the only avenue our culture had, was we relied too much on dating apps because mm-hmm. we couldn't go out and do anything. Yeah. So we need to have them as just kind of like your an additional valve, tool, an additional tool. It's your backup, you know. Yeah. Um, but still go out there and talk to people. Yeah. You know, don't cough in their face. Wash your fucking hands. Um, wash your balls. Oh yeah, dude. Wash your ass. Um, l- learn to like manscape and exfoliate. Yeah. Don't hate. Yeah. Exfoliate. Um, don't hate. Wash your balls. Like there's a reason your dick looks 10 years younger than the rest of your body and your feet look like the bottom of a riverbed lotion, lotion. <laughs> which I've started doing. You've been lotioning. Well, I've always been doing it, but there was kind of like some time where I didn't do it. Um, and then it like, you know, do it like a couple days and like your feet feel significantly softer. Yeah. Dude, all of you, like there isn't an inch of my body that doesn't receive moisture. How much lotion do you go through? Do you have it by the 55 gallon drum? Um, if you're, if you do it while your skin's still damp, you get a lot more mileage out of it. So after you shower. Yeah, that's what yeah, I've always yeah. said. Yeah, I, I just get right out of the shower. I do a light towel dry off. Then I lotion my whole body. Then I blow dry my hair and stuff. And then I go. That's the key. Because I've always tried to do it after showering. And I feel like it's not actually any different. 
You said light towel dry. Yeah, like so don't don't damp. don't get dry. Don't get all the way dry. You're still damp. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. You're just watering down your lotion. Basically, you just, you just but, water down your lotion then. But because you just took a hot shower, your pores are open, and you're basically using the water as an avenue to better carry the lotion. <laughs> like I like I'm being serious. Uh-huh. Like yeah. Better carry the load. Yeah. <laughs> These big fucking balls. <laughs> I do not have big balls. Yes. My my balls are disproportionately small to the rest of my package. Which I my don't, package. I, I don't understand why. Everyone you've ever dated has decided to tell me that. But, yeah. The package. The package. <laughs> um, so. Yeah. Do you have so. any other dating advice for me? What do you think I could do? So I, I need to stop being as much myself. I need to dial it down. Um, On the dating apps, yeah. You don't need to just come out the gate as Trevor as possible. Or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I go up to a girl and just do a Kermit voice randomly? Hi, I'm Trevor. Nope, <laughs> you can't. Okay. <laughs> That's against the rules. <laughs> um, it's against the rules. Yeah. What rules? The Geneva Convention. Yes. Okay. That's fair. Um, I'll allow it. Like I can't even like exactly like pinpoint what it is about you that looks like more conservative. Like that's the thing. Like I can't really like. Like I see it. But, like, I can't pinpoint, like, what to change. Like, if you change just one thing, because each thing individually cannot be conservative yeah, on its but own. But, like, like your sneakers are fine. I would say something other than blue jeans, but you're not much of a black jean guy. I would wear black jeans. You'd wear black jeans? All right. I'd wear black jeans or tan pants. Um, I'd wear khakis. I feel like you just... I don't know. I think I, it's just th- like th- this is more up to personal taste, but I feel like you have too many fucking logos on your shirts. Where are my but that's logos? the thing is that I don't own a single piece of camouflage. Yeah, no, nothing that says John Deere or Carhartt. Yeah, or Dickies. Like, I feel like the issue is is you just look like a man's man. And how is that supposed? Like, okay, yeah, I like working on cars and then supporting uh, Black Lives Matter and LGBTQ rights. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But Sorry. Yeah. Um, I was bored this way. I mean, like accessories are a good way to gay yourself up a bit. Uh, shark tooth necklace. No, hookah <laughs> shells. That that's that that just says I'm going to hit you after the date. <laughs> <laughs> um, some girls like that. I mean, in bed, not actually domestic violence. Uh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I don't know, but then you're not really much of an accessory guy. Like, maybe, like, a watch. I don't like things on, like, wrists. Um, Ankle bracelet. No. Can I roll my pants up? Yeah. Not the way you do it, though. Where you, like, weirdly fold part of it, and then you just have this, like, nub sticking out of the side. I don't know why you do that. Just I did that. I did that. I... I Googled it, and that's what it said to do. Yeah, Google's wrong. Well, because I don't like the baggy part where it just, like, flops around my ankle. Because when you roll it up, because the cut sits around the shoe, and when you roll it up, it's the same width, but now it's around a smaller well, part of your leg. that's why you buy different pants. You don't buy boot cut. <sighs> I like boots. Boots and pants and boots and Dude, pants. Dude, I literally wear the furthest thing from boot cut. And I wear boots. 
boot cut is just poorly named. It's just wide pants. <laughs> I would say get straight cut. Are those... Like minimum. Like I've, I think it goes uh, skinny, slim, straight, then one other, then uh, boot cut. Like slim is like the middle of the road. Where do the apple bottom jeans with the fur come in? <laughs> when we go out to those other bars. <laughs> or apple bottom jeans and boots with the fur. Yeah. Um, the other bars? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, like... I only the, go the to... Whole, the whole to... apple bottom jeans thing is just referring to her butt being big. So there's not, like, actually apple bottom jeans. It's the it's a wide butt on the jeans. Apple bottom. Then jeans. Like, it's... Like there's nothing apple about the jeans. <laughs> So she's literally just she's literally just a fat ass girl wearing furry boots. Yeah, everyone likes that. Yeah, well, <laughs> I wouldn't date a girl wearing furry boots. <laughs> See, that's the thing though. Is I feel like um, the girls that I'm like attracted to are not the ones who are attracted to what look like me. Because um, I feel like everyone tries to to stay in their like their aesthetic. Like, yeah. There's no like like alt girls into bearded guys who work on cars. Um, if you had gauges and the, uh, tattoo where it's like a forest that starts at your wrist and goes up to your elbow. I would get that. You'd get that? I would get uh, something like that. Not the cliche I, I, one. I'd get something like that too if I wasn't so fucking afraid of needles. I have thought about getting more tattoos. I, I want tattoos, but. Do you uh, really? Yeah. I'm fucking terrified of needles, dude. Can't fucking do it. Can I just knock you out and go take you to a tattoo shop? Sure. <laughs> we should have looked into that. Although, <laughs> although your body's so pristine, I don't want to do it. <laughs> Wait, knock me out or put tattoos on it? Yes. <laughs> oh, I want to knock you out. I just wake up with a black eye. Dude, what the fuck? I feel like there's better ways. <laughs> um, you could just put something in my drink. Bill Cosby it. Then I wake up, zip, zap, you get in the tattoo. <laughs> huh. Yeah, no. Um, I I'd want a sleeve. I would get a sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> Five grand later. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. They're fucking expensive. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't bother me. Like. No, because usually people get them in increments, and I think that's the best way to do it. You know, so you're not mm-hmm. like going crazy. Um. But you should never start from the wrist up. I feel like you should start from the shoulder down. Yeah, you could cover it easier. Yeah. Yeah. Like while it's being developed. Yeah. Because once you get to the elbow portion, that's why I like baseball tees. You know, they're a little bit longer. So you can like cover everything up as it's being made. So that's another thing. You got to stop with the baseball tees, man. That is the least conservative thing about it. That is so suburbs. Yeah. And the suburbs is full of conservatives. (laughs) You got to just wear full length sleeve and then roll it up to where a baseball tee is. I don't know why, but it looks better. I don't think it does. I think it looks significantly better. I do it all the time, and I look great. Okay, but I have a bunch of baseball tees that have breweries on them. Again, back to my comment about the graphic tees. <laughs> what? I just think graphics on tees look bad, and shirts in general. Like having like big graphics on them and stuff. Like that. That's just more up to personal taste, I'd say. But I think you're right because it then like whatever's on there is like. All of a sudden, that's your main... That's like a billboard for your personality. Yeah. So, like, when I wear one of my Kawasaki ones, it's like... I'm a oh, vehicle guy. I'm... You like motorcycles. Yeah. And 
Like, Cal yeah, Chevy. like you look at my car and you're like, oh, it's a Chevy Camaro. But I'm not like walking around with Chevy Camaro like on me. I feel like that's like the step up to where it's like, this isn't just my car. This is like a part of who I am. Well, unfortunately for me, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's what I work with. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Um, but so I'm not going around repping where I work. I usually <coughs> avoid bringing it up. Yeah, you even bleep it out. <clears throat> the Scott Pilgrim movie with Aubrey ah. Plaza. I love her so much. Aubrey Plaza, yeah. I want a manic pixie dream girl. <laughs> That's what everyone wants. I know. Every Dude, I want a- man. I-, I want Addison Grace, man. Okay, you're going to get a sugar rush here. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I don't know. I, I also just think, like, my personal association is I just attribute, like, wearing graphic tees to younger people. But not, like, yeah, younger, you. younger. Like, I I'm don't significantly know. younger than you. Yeah. You're significantly younger than me, yes. A year and four months? Yeah. Yeah. You just turned 27. I'll be turning 26 in August. Back when I was your age, kid. Um, <laughs> I was with Emily and I was happy. Uh, yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, as our lives fall apart live... <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do it live. Do it live. Um, Most overused joke by one of my coworkers. Yep. It's um, just an overused joke in general. Yeah. Um, so, moving on. I have a, you have a topic? I have a topic. Do you have a topic? Oh, I have several topics. Then let's hear it. Um, well, I have a couple. Uh, I figured you have some hot takes on this one. Okay. Um, I was, uh, as I was coming back from the record store, I didn't want to take Highway uh, 26 because it was, uh, it was, had some traffic yeah. on it. So I took some, some back roads and the speed limit on this road was 25. And there were plenty of signs that people decided to put in their yards that said 20 is plenty. And you always see those, you know, ones where it's like the little man holding the flag that says slow children at play and shit like that, you know, which is a funny sign, which is a funny fucking sign. slow children playing out here. Okay. All that teaches us is that punctuation matters. Yeah. It's not, it's not slow Slow children children at play. Yeah. So, um, uh, no, the speed limit is 25. 20 is not plenty. Yeah. Teach your kids. They're not running the fucking road. Yeah. You know? Uh, that's how fucking I learned it. I learned to not run in front of fucking cars. Yeah. Um, I Granted, yes, drivers need to be cautious, but you need to fucking uh, hold your children accountable. You know? Yeah. Be a better fucking parent. And it goes for drivers, too. Fucking driving. People suck at driving. Yeah. Like, I, I saw... I'm, sm- I'm not a good driver, but I'm a cautious driver. Yeah, I saw multiple people in traffic not use a blinker. Yeah. Like, that is how you get rear-ended. I look in traffic, I look in my mirror more than I do front because I'm afraid of someone rear-ending me. And it almost happens several times by the I, same fucking person. I look in my rear view a lot looking for cops. Why? You smoking weed while driving? 
which happened today in Portland. A, I was at a four-way intersection. The, a car was going straight, and I was turning right. And so I was, ended up behind them. And I saw a person smoking in the passenger seat. And I was like, oh, cigarette. Got behind <laughs> him. I was like, fuck, dude, I'm getting high. <laughs> like, it was so bad. Um, It'd be funny if they just, like, had full-ass bongs instead of going just fucking ripping. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Uh, yeah, no, I definitely am annoyed by shit like that because I've seen shit like that. Um, I know this one uh, dude that we went to high school with. He lived like on kind of it was kind of like a long private driveway in a way, but it went to multiple houses. And uh, the sign posted was I think fifteen miles per hour. And this one guy just took it upon himself to grab a paintbrush and paint over the one. To five? No. Yeah, just so it was five miles an hour. And he would call the cops on you every time you went over five miles an hour. And they were like, you vandalized that sign. Well, they don't need to be driving faster than five miles an hour out here. It's a gravel road. It's not safe. What the fuck? Like, yeah. you literally want us to, like... <clears throat> like, I could run faster than five miles an hour? What? <laughs> I'm a good driver. I can, I'm not out, a safe I can outrun a car trying to hit me that's going yeah. five miles an hour. Yeah. I can outrun a car going 15, maybe. I'd the, say the that. The adrenaline. Yeah. The adrenaline would get me to win. Well, yeah. 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 Mm. Um, I'm not a, I'm a good driver. I'm not a safe driver. Yeah. I hit the apex on corners. Let's say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No. Pe- people fucking suck at driving and it yeah. really pisses me I off. I use my blinker. Um, I know my ex was always like super impressed with me, like seeing things before they happen kind of a yeah. thing. Like, I'd be like, I can see that person. That person's about to do that. Watch. They're about to rear end that person. And then they almost <laughs> rear end that person, you know, like, and I think that, I think that drivers should be required to take motorcycle classes because being a motorcyclist, you're way more like the class you take teaches you to scan. Like every second you should be doing, looking at the left, the middle and the right. Mm-hmm. Every second you should be doing. Well, that. what what you're saying is driving classes should be better. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. You're right. I yeah. didn't take driver's ed. I did. I didn't take I driver's nothing. ed. I, because what they <laughs> teach you is shit that you've already, you already know because you've sat in a car your entire life up until the age of 15. Yeah. You know, like I was shuttled back and forth between my parents, Taryn. I don't know if you lived, know this, but I was in a dysfunctional family dynamic. I think I've mentioned that many times. I mean, times. same. Yeah, but I, I was shuttled back and forth yeah. hundreds of miles each way. Yeah. You know, so I was in a car all the goddamn time. I learned what the fucking double line yellow means and what a yeah. single hash line yellow means. Like, dude, just by the sitting amount in the car. of people who take a 217 and there's that, like, when you first are getting on the 217 off of I-5 and it's the double white line. So many people just... Yeah. And just it's... And I always... Yeah. Flip them off. Yep. Um, and they don't know why. Yeah. They're flipping them off. They're like, what the, what the... What did I fucking do? I'm allowed to pass people all I fucking want. And um, one of my favorite things to do... <laughs> two of my favorite things to do. One of them is I love it when I can tell a car is not going to signal into a merge and like i'll be in the right lane and they'll be in the left lane <laughs> and i'll signal the merge into the lane when i know they're about to merge into the middle lane just to scare them I- i'm ready for it so i pull back but just so they 
<laughs> get back into their lane. Then I'll see them signal and get over. I'm like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I like scaring people. Yeah. Um. Well, oh fuck. What was the other thing I like doing? I love fucking with cars that I know. Oh, uh, whenever I'm at, at a red light and I see them on their phone, I'll pretend like I'm gonna oh. go and immediately hit the oh. brake and see them scramble to go. <laughs> I did. I did that the other day. I was on my bike uh, and I was at a stoplight, and I, I, you know, I, I know. I, I, I watched the inter- I watched the intersection. Line. Yeah. I so I knew what was going on. So I like looked in my mirror, and she was on her fucking phone. And I would let off the brake real quick and get back on it. She would look up. And then I was like, fucking, God damn it. That's and I kept funny. doing it. I would do it. I did it like three or four times to the point where she stopped looking up. Yeah. And she, and then I, I took hope, off. I hope it's because she knew you were fucking with her. I took off, took her like three or four seconds for her. I was already through the intersection and halfway down the fucking road before she actually started taking off. That's fucking great. Yeah. No, I love fucking with people like that when they're on their phone because get off your fucking phone. I don't care if it's illegal or not illegal in your state. Don't be on your fucking phone. Yeah. Um, so, there's okay. my my rant on driving. So, um, what was my topic? Also, landscaping trucks. Uh, get out of the fucking way. They're <laughs> yeah. on my way into work all the goddamn time. You're going fucking so slow. Yeah. Stop. Get out of the way so everyone else can get to their fucking job on time. Because you obviously don't seem to be in a hurry. Uh, semi-trucks, too. Um, semi-trucks around here, at least, fucking suck at driving. Mm-hmm. They are constantly just, like, blocking multiple lanes when it's, like... So, I have since learned... Uh, tr- a trucker broke it down on a Reddit comment that the truck on the right is actually the one being the asshole. Because um, they're going slow. Because they're, well, they're going slow, but then, so the other truck gets in the left lane to pass them, and they, like, don't want to get past, so they're the one who speeds up a bit more, so it takes longer for the other truck to pass them. Yeah, well, and, and like, going <clears throat> up a hill and shit like that, too, yeah. it fucks everyone over. Like, yeah. um, down in Northern California, you have the Siskiyou Pass, and I remember one time I went down to Wairika to, um, with my ex to show her around there, because that's kind of where... Uh, my family is kind of from that area, at least my mom's side, uh, and I did some growing up around there. So I was showing her around, and then we were coming back, and you have to go over the pass of the Siskiyou Mountains, and it's two lanes going up a steep fucking hill, mm-hmm. and you ha- semi-trucks have to carry their momentum. So yeah. yeah, I don't fault the guy in the left lane for it, because the guy in the right lane is going slow, and then he tries to speed up to keep his momentum, and you just get this clusterfuck. Yeah. You know, of all these cars in the left-hand lane trying to pass. Yeah. Um, there's a road here, Cornelius Pass Road. Yeah, where you do the dip down and back up. It's actually a uh, a sharp left-hand turn and then a 180-degree right-hand turn. Oh, that one. Oh, okay. They had, they've had to rework that I thought you meant when you took me into the woods. Remember that? Where you were like, oh, yeah, I have to go really fast here because this hill... Oh no, that's yeah. no, that's twenty six. Oh okay. Yeah, going to the beach. Um, yeah, because my truck's slow. Um, but no, this is Cornelius Pass Road. So if you go over the little mountains, yeah, um, I, to I get into you, Portland yeah. the back way, um, yeah. they've had to redo the road several times over the last five years because of that sharp turn. Trucks take Cornelius Pass in order to bypass going through Portland, mm-hmm. so they can get to the port of Longview or Astoria, yeah, or get through Portland going south. 
they'll take that and they've had to redo that road several times because trucks would break or flip over because it's such a sharp turn. Um, and yeah, they've had to add like, they've had to like clear out a bunch and make it easier for trucks to go through it. And I got, I was going through there just for a nice drive the other day and I got stuck behind a truck and it's a 45 mile an hour road. It's a little bit curvy, but like, you know, normal car or a motorcycle can take it yeah. 45, 50 miles an hour, but a semi truck can only take it 30, 35 miles an hour. Yeah. And just like fucking go the way you are supposed to go get like, this isn't meant for you. This yeah. isn't a highway. This is a, a road. It's got property on it, you know, houses and shit like that. You know, it, what? <laughs> I mouth. Sorry. Oh, because only people who are watching saw what I did. Your ASMR shit. No. Oh, I thought you made a noise. No, I was biting my nails and oh. I mouth sorry to the camera because well, the audio listeners wouldn't know that I was biting my nails. I could have heard it. Oh, yeah. That's how I bite my nails. Like That's, how they do it in cartoons. That's how they do it in cartoons. Cartoons are Is this life. a cartoon? Yeah. Where's the tentacles? What? What? Um, so yeah, they just fucking semi trucks ruin everything, but they bring yeah. us our goodies on Amazon trucks. Dude, I haven't bought anything on Amazon in so fucking long. Yeah, I didn't just buy like three things on Amazon in the last three days. Yeah. No, I've been not a Kermit the Frog puppet, that's for sure. I've just been using Amazon as a directory to find uh, the things that I want, and then I go to their website and buy it from them. That's what I did with the records. I made a, an Amazon wish list of all the records I wanted, and then I went into the record store to find them. But <laughs> at this point, I could only find half of them, so I guess I'm going to have to buy the rest of it on Amazon. Well, no. You could just find it on Amazon. Find who it'll usually say, like, oh, this is a, being distributed by so-and-so. Then you go to so-and-so's website and buy it from them. You're right. I could do that. Yeah, that's what I've been or doing. Or I could go back in and see that smoking hot blonde and be like, hey, can you order these for me? Mm. Hey, uh, mm. hey, uh, do you guys, uh, wait, <clears throat> what is it? Hey, uh, uh oh, I can't hi, fucking hi, do it. Higher and more airy. Hey, uh, you guys have Adam's family values? No, kid. <laughs> we'll tell you when we have Adam's <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, so w- would you like to talk about some trauma, Trevor? My te- next uh, topic is about trauma. Is it my trauma or your no, trauma? No, it's my trauma. Okay, yeah, let's talk about um, your trauma. So, <laughs> um, something that took me a long time. Wait, um, you do know that I'm not your therapist, right? Yes. Okay. Um, something that took me a long time to uh, overcome my, I wouldn't call it fear, but definitely anxiety of, is using public urinals. Okay. I've told you the story, right? No, you have oh, not. Okay. You briefly told me about it because I told you about my dream last night. Yes. So let's preface this with my dream. Okay. So to know why this came in. So tell I had a, I had a dream last night that I was in a public place like an airport or something and I went to go to a... I thought... <laughs> you didn't explain your dream well. I thought you were here at the house. No, 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 no. Yeah. I was in like... I was like with people and I was like in an airport where we were traveling or something. I went to the airport bathroom and I went to go pee and it looked, it was like small enough to be like one of those one person ones. Yeah. But as I'm going pee, you know, this guy walks in and he's like, I don't have to pee. I'm just here to watch. And that was it. And I was like, it, I just stood there for like 15, 20 minutes trying to pee while he's just watching me. He's like, yeah, no man, no worries. Whenever you can. Super, <laughs> super polite about it. It was a weird fucking he was thing very, He was very polite. <laughs> yeah. A, so th- this casual sex offender was very polite. Yeah. Well, like you couldn't see my dick. Because I had like the urinal block, and she's just like, you know, just like to watch people at urinals. Like, okay, that's a sex offender. <laughs> I mean, peeing isn't sex, but yeah, 
Okay, then we'll talk about my story and see if you still agree. Um, oh, oh my so, God, what? So, okay. <laughs> okay, so that was my dream. And then I told Taryn this, and then he's like, I have something to talk about. So, um, up until probably about like three or four years ago, I've done, I've never used urinals in public. It's because, uh, so when I was about 13, 14 years old, I went to a Blazer game. Mm-hmm. And so the way urinals are at sports stadiums is there's like very rarely ever dividers mm-hmm. on them. And it's literally just a line of urinals. And so I'm like 13, 14. I walk up to the urinal and I'm using it. And the dude standing next to me, he's got to be like 40 to 50. I don't know. I'm like 13. So he may have been like in his 20s. I don't know. But anyways, he's literally just staying there staring at my dick while I peed. Like literally just full on just. Just staring at it. That's weird. Yeah. So tell me, was that a sex offender? Because peeing's not sex, Trevor. (laughs) Well, your dick is sex. Yeah. But he's staying there staring at me peeing. Yeah, no, that's a sex offender. Yeah, yeah. So it took me a very long time. He, he, he's. I, I don't. I'm not saying that like it's a sex offender thing because they're thinking about it in sexual ways. But people who are in water play are fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I'm trying to get at with that. Uh, if you look at someone who's peeing and thinking sexual thoughts, you are therefore a sexual offender. But, but water play, okay, is weird. <laughs> Okay, but anyway, so it took me a very long time to <laughs> overcome this uh, pedophile. Yeah, it took, sounds like a decade. Yeah, it took about a decade. Taren, you've had a lot of run-ins with pedophiles in your life. At least two that I What know. a weird way to say I have a lot of mirrors in my room. <laughs> uh, for legal reasons, I am not a pedophile. That was a joke. Um, I think more for just your own... Yeah, your for own. legal reasons. Not legal reasons. Yeah. It'd be legal if if you. Yeah. you I am a pedophile. I'm not. But Taryn saying Taryn having to say that he is a pedophile is a legal thing. <laughs> not clarifying um, that you're not. The to, government to, doesn't care. To clarify, um, my date on Wednesday is two years older than me. Yeah, Taryn, fucking, you know, going to the old folks' home for a date yeah. now. <laughs> Dude, um. To, He's almost to, 30. To pull away from uh, my sex offender story um, lightly, I feel like we're really glossing over the fact that a fully grown adult male was sexualizing me when I was a child. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's definitely. Yeah, it was very worst. traumatically scarring. Did you just stare back at him? I didn't know what to do. You know, you know what would have been a power move? Is to just stare at him and then turn and start peeing on him. <laughs> You probably would have came. Or or just look at him and just be like, mine's bigger. <laughs> and he'd been like, yeah, I'm a pedophile. No, pedophiles no have tiny me, me saying mine's big. Yeah, oh, I know. Okay. Pedophiles have tiny penises. They're small dick energy. <laughs> racist um, and pedophiles. Small dick energy. Yeah. Cops. Oh, wait, you said racist. Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> and pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, got a twofer. Um... So my date on Wednesday, back the blue. I, I definitely, definitely think she uh, wants a sugar baby. Like the more I talk to her, she's a career gal. She's very like, Wait, this is the one you went on a date with going on a date. Are you going on a date yeah, with? This okay, isn't the okay. one I went on the date with. She's younger than me. Um, I go on dates with multiple people uh, because oh, I'm afraid of let's, commitment. Let's talk about that too. Uh, yeah. Um, so, um, she, like, is very scheduled, busied, 
and like is very kind of forward about like she wants a guy to kind of like be available when she's available. Mm, I and, think it's more she wants to be available when whenever she wants, not like when she's basically. Available. And um, like a lot of what she's saying is kind of leading me to think that it's like, does this woman want to take care of me? <laughs> well, am I gonna be a sugar baby? <laughs> is this something you want to do? Dude, I would love to be a stay-at-home husband. Does that mean you're going to move in with her? Trevor, one day I'm going to have to move in with a significant other. No, they move in with us. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> what if her house is bigger? Can I take you with? <laughs> That's up to her. Um, I don't want to be a sugar pet. <laughs> um, but anyway. A uh, bark. And I require pets. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Trevor is bringing his fetishes onto the podcast, apparently. Um, <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, I've been going on a lot of dates recently. Um, what th- plates more dates? Three this week. So, definitely. Uh, well, do you you want to jump into that? Sure. Okay. Um what so <laughs> we talked about this a little bit before the podcast. What happened uh with people calling polygamy non or ethical non monogamy? Is that what you want to talk about? No. What? No. I don't know what you're talking about. You take over the conversation because I'm gonna lose it. Okay. <laughs> I'm so fucking confused right now. What? <laughs> you're going on more dates. Good for you. Yeah, that that's not polygamy. No, it's not polygamy. Yeah, I'm not in a relationship with any of these people. But like people who are in relationships and go on dates. Yeah, no, fuck them. Yeah, it's cheating. Yeah, I don't care if like they're both in agreement with it. All of the Nazis were in agreement that killing the Jews was okay. <laughs> uh, thanks, yeah, Marjorie Taylor I'm saying Green. polygamist are as bad as Nazis. Uh, okay, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oof. <laughs> oh, you know she's getting fucked by like a bunch of dudes. Every fucking week. Like, she's got a line of fucking dudes who fuck her. And then she goes home to her simp husband. And is she even married? in camo. Probably. Yeah. Probably married to a, a good white man. A gun-loving conservative. Yeah. Didn't she say recently that, like, Texas had, had like, almost no COVID deaths or something? I don't know. She, she said stupid shit. She said something incredibly ignorant. And someone just, like, pulled up a study and was like, actually, there's been thousands of She said the Texas. mask mandate in Congress is like uh, is uh, like uh, Jews in Nazi Germany. Yeah. We haven't talked about politics in a long time, and I've liked it. Fuck It's politics, a fucking man. joke at this point. Dude, Politics like, are a joke. Getting it, into politics is, politics is a joke. It's, it's, it's... It's more so for me to super stressful to think about. It is. It is. And I still am like super involved into it and listen about it, but I'm done talking about it. Oh, dude. I'm not I, educated. I don't even listen to it. Like, I, have I listen co- to educated people talk about it. I have coworkers constantly try and like bring up oh, this and this is going on. Do you hear that so and so said this on Fox News? You know, How crazy but, of them. And I'm like, I don't care. That's the thing is, though, is I listen to educated people talk about yeah. it. Yeah. And I don't talk about it with other people. Yeah. I keep my own, I keep everything and my opinions to my fucking self because discussing it with other people, like I equate it to like having to explain cryptocurrencies to other people. Like there's this one guy at work 
who uh, who bought a few hundred Dogecoin, and now he's like, if it gets to Bitcoin levels, I'll be a mil- I'll have seventeen million dollars. And I'm like, that's not how it fucking works. That's not how the economics of it work because you don't know anything about Bitcoin. I'm not going to try and explain it to you yeah. because you've already made it up in your head how it works, and I'm never going to undo that. Yeah. And you're going to be incredibly disappointed Just- when I when you find out that at most you'll probably make two hundred dollars. Yeah. Um. I mean, like, that's how, like, people are with fucking everything, though. Like, they make it up in their head, and then that's what they stick to. That's why so many people are so adamant about, like, being against white privilege. Like, I, I'm not privileged. I'm not privileged. I, I didn't have privilege growing up. I, I I didn't have things handed to me. No, it's that uh, at no point growing up was being white holding you back. Yeah, you had like, the normal growing up. You were never actually yeah. you never had chains dragging you down. So there was a case study recently uh that went over um confiscations during uh like uh cops pulling someone over cuz conservatives love bringing up oh black people make up I forget the number. Let's say 13% of the population. I don't actually know. They make 13% of the population but commit, you know, 40% of the crime. You're telling me there's not a problem with that? Uh, yes, because cops get to choose who they arrest and make com- make them a convicted criminal. The guy smacking his wife around but as a cop isn't a convicted criminal. Should be, but he's not. But they ha- there was this case study that showed, like, uh, African Americans made up, like, 40% of traffic stops. But then white people's traffic stops, like, contributed, to, I think, like, 65% of, like, confiscations of, like, drugs and stuff in the person's car. So, like, statistically, you'd be able to stop the war on drugs. Or- I guess win the war on drugs better if you pulled over more white people because they have more contraband in their car. And it's just like shit like that where people just are like, they make up this like shit in their head where they hear it and they're Mm -hmm. just like, nope, 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 nope. And it's like, yeah, black people are getting pulled over more, but then white people are the ones with more drugs in their car. Like, how do you not look at that and think like, oh man, like, I, wonder if, you, I wonder if the cops are being racist and just pulling them over because they're black. You could know that by just watching cops. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're just like, that person's definitely on heroin right now. That fucking white trash lady yeah. there, you know, that you just pulled out coming out yeah. of the mobile home park. That person's definitely on heroin. It's it's always white people, man. Yeah. It's always white people. Dude. White people are the problem. And then. White is not right. <laughs> I don't like being white. Um, I'm weird. I like mayonnaise. Um, anyway, skating past that, uh, no, it's, uh, same goes for, like, uh, a lot of LGBTQ stuff, like, it's just like, well, I learned when I was a kid that you're not supposed to be gay, you're a man because you're born that way, and you're supposed to be this, and you're supposed to be that, and it's just like, I don't understand, like, why people are just so against learning new shit, (laughs) Like, it was pretty easy for me to learn as I got older, like, oh, girls can date girls and boys can date boys. And then as I got further in life, it's like, okay, boys can transition to being girls and girls can transition to being guys. Oh, oh, okay, cool. They want to do that. Whatever. And it's just like... To to us now, I feel like, I don't know, this is kind of come off kind of weird. Yeah. Like, when, like, say someone we went to school with, 
you know, who, when we went to school with him, we knew them as, uh, as a girl, you know? And then L- now, let's say, uh, Katie, we grew up with Katie. And then know, now, Ka- now Katie is Kevin, you know, she identifies yeah. as a man. She's transitioned to being a man. It's kind of like, Oh, Hey, you remember Katie, you know? Cause that's how we'll know yeah, who she yeah. was. And then now it's like, yeah, that they're, they're Kevin now. Like, it's kind of like, um, you know, when people would be like, Oh yeah. Did you hear about that guy we went to school with? He's now in prison. Not like saying that it's a bad thing, but yeah. it's like, that's how their life has gone. Yeah. You know, it's not like it's a, it's like a bad thing. Yeah. It's just like, I, I use prison in the wrong yeah. way, Yeah. but you know what I mean? Uh, no, like, uh, I don't know. Like people get so fucking weird about shit like that. Like where it's just like, okay. how, how does it fucking matter to you? Like just, <laughs> okay so Le- learning to accept people jesus christ yeah. like how's that yeah. so hard yeah <laughs> i accept you for your camo wearing fucking idiot idiocracy i don't i like i accept them that they're a human being and they're real i thought you're accept- made- i thought you're saying you accepted my camo wearing. oh no not you i don't think i've ever seen you wear a piece of camo and i'm proud of you probably not i actually know i have when i've gone hunting but i've never gone with you hunting yeah so it didn't happen oh okay So, oh, so um, if you want to get a little bit political, there's something going on in Oregon. Oregon could get a lot smaller. Oh, God. There are 33 counties in Oregon, some in Oregon and some in Northern California um, that want to join Idaho. And, like, the counties, like, have... it's got enough support where like the actual County commissioners have to consider it. I doubt it's going to happen. Oh, but it'll never happen the, because on the, the flip the, side, get out. The The governors will never allow it. Cause you don't want to yeah. be the governor who let your, that County go to, yeah. that'd be like letting the president who let the country secede. Half the country secede. I mean, that was, nah, we're going to fight a war and fucking beat your ass cheeks in. Lincoln did let them. They seceded because of Lincoln. Yeah, but I, but and I mean, was, like then he was, beat their ass cheeks in it the was submission. Treason. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but this would have. This would be a a. Um, this would be like a, we're joining another state. Yeah. And then the governor would have to okay it. Yeah. The governor Newsom and Kate Brown will never do that. Yeah. But it's because these counties in Eastern Oregon and Northern California are pretty conservative for their states. Yeah. And they want to join Idaho, which the only conservative part of it is downtown Boise. So, pro- where the, the, the university yeah. is. Yeah. And they, so they all want to join Idaho because they feel like their rights are being taken away from them. And I'm just like, it's like the rights you think are being taken away from you are gun rights that are federally mandated. Yeah. Like, and then the pandemic thing like masks wearing masks that's what everyone's upset about jesus christ i feel like those are very trivial things to secede for Mm -hmm. they're incredibly stupid things granted these are long shots um and it's only ever happened once before between i think like one of the dakotas and a neighboring state whichever is close to them and it was just a land swap Mm. you know to make their state borders easier better um so it wasn't like that's what they're they're saying was the um the only like precedent probable, yeah precedent it. um for it uh and they're like saying that it's possible to do this yeah. but they want to make it to where Idaho 
They're going to call it Greater Idaho. And it's going to be the second largest state behind Alaska. It'll be bigger than Texas. Jesus Christ, it's not going to fucking happen. No, it'll never happen. Oh, but it's just that these fucking people think that they can do let, that. Let's gerrymander our way through the whole country so that we can make the states the correct shape to where now the conservative party gets the most votes. Like, that's basically what they're trying to say. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it's bullshit. No, the way it is fucking works. Well, electoral college doesn't work. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Popular but like, vote. The Senate is pretty equal. The House is pretty equal. The presidency swaps back every fucking election. So the House would change if it happened. Yeah. Not the Senate, because yeah. everyone still gets two senators. Yeah, but, but no, no, I mean, like, the way it currently is in terms of distribution of votes and everything is pretty even. Like, yeah. sometimes it's, it's, it's more all based liberal, on sometimes it's more conservative. It It moves. And it's fine. Oregon might lose one or two uh, representatives, and Idaho might gain one or two because those are the least populated parts of each state that they want to take. So they're yeah. not gaining very much. Politically, it is stupid. I, I love looking at the physical maps that people draw of like the U.S. and they'll like you know paint it like red and blue. Like, how is the country not conservative? Look at how much percentage of the country voted conservative. It's like, yeah, dirt doesn't vote. Yeah. No, well... Um, like, the, what's population density? I don't know. In California, I think it's like... I don't know the exact numbers, but I've heard like 95% of the population of California lives in 5% of the land. Yeah. Or 90... Or, no, what was it? Uh, 3,000 people own 94% of wealth in the world. Why don't they pay 94% of the bills? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Ellen Musk. Oh, I think you met Ellen DeGeneres. No. Fuck her, too. Yeah, fuck her. She's just a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I love how she's canceling her show because uh, she They asked like her to wrong. be nice. Yeah, they asked her to be nice, and she feels like people are out to get her. Yeah. Like, what oh. a What a white woman Karen thing to do. She even looks like a Karen. Like, I don't know how, like, she's gone under the radar this no, whole no, no, time. No. Karens have followed her model. They're, yeah. Karens, she is the original Terminator, and Karens have been modeled after her. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> um, fuck Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, fuck billionaires. Yeah, Eat millionaires the where it's at. <laughs> um, I saw this one post that was like, uh, "It should be illegal to be a billionaire once you reach nine hundred ninety nine million dollars nine hundred nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine 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 cents." You get uh. A letter in the mail says, congratulations, you won capitalism. And then all the money you make after your essential billion dollars just gets donated. But if it starts dropping down, like your profits still get to keep bringing you back up to a billion. And it's yeah. like, yeah, that's fair. I'd say that's fair. You cap out. Dude, I don't understand how you could burn a billion dollars. Like, how? How? <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, I mean... Dude, you should just be happy that you have 11 nines in your bank account. Yeah. Like, Dude, I would kill for four. <laughs> for Dude, I would shoot up four. a fucking school for five. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, you remember when we were in middle school and the the um the 
was it the blind and deaf school would come in and play their handball oh, or whatever yeah, it was? Yeah, with the bell. Yeah, dude, that was a fun game because remember we played in No, TV? they were just blind. Oh, yeah, because you can't hear it. Yeah. Um, dude, blind and deaf, we just have a bunch of Helen Kellers running around. Deaf hiding from Nazis. A bunch of pinball wizards. Um, I like how we had two completely different jokes there. Mine was the Burt Kreischer joke about mixing up Helen Keller and, and, and Frank. Song. <laughs> no, yeah. So the the um, the blind school of yeah. Oregon would come in, and we played it like we'd have to wear masks. And yeah, we're, we're like it would make <sighs> you be legally blind, like I wasn't already. <laughs> I'm pretty close. Um, I see fine. I can see for miles. Another who joke. Boom. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, but I just remember that. That was like our school. Our middle school was weird. Like I talk about our middle school to other people, and they're like, "That's not our typical middle school." Like we had some guy who was off the Rudy football team come in. We had one of the Little Rock Nine come into our school and yeah. talk. We had a piece of the World Trade Center at our school. Yeah, that was a weird one. Uh, it's we still had, there. We had a sister school in South Korea. Yeah, which we'd had did, their kids come over. Yeah, dude. I wish. And then we had the Germans in. Uh, High school. Oh, I don't think you were God. there for that. No, I was because I remember you? I had one of them in the Miss Gunderson's class. See, I would have liked that to be switched and had the South Korean girls come in a uh, high no, school because I would have been more sexually. Francesca awakened. was very nice, and that's why I took German. Because uh, and that's why you counted me in German. <laughs> well, I, dude. So let me tell you why it bugs me so much when you do that. All right, here, here's, here's fucking why. So back when I used to be with my ex, yeah, the unnamed one that I beep and say their phone number on the podcast, five, um, and oh. three, that's as far as we're getting. That's the area code. Yeah, so I know. Right? After that. It's my area code too. Not yours. Uh, but anyway, so um, when we would work out together, she would count my sets at me in German. That's just weird though. I do it as a joke when she's like, eins, zwei, drei, vier. Eins, zwei, drei, vier. Are you just saying one, two, three, four? Yeah. <laughs> you having flashbacks? <laughs> You're no, like a she... chihuahua meme. And like, War. I would be trying to not laugh while benching, which is not a good idea. <laughs> well, I remember be... her. She can't bench. No, she had bench. She got up. She almost got up to one plate when we were together. One whole plate? Like a 45 on each side. Oh, shit. Yeah. You're doing 150? Yeah. 140? Yeah. 145, I think. God damn, I didn't know that twig bitch could handle that. Yeah. I mean, she, I think she was doing like five sets of three, but still impressive. Whatever. Um. So, uh, yeah, you don't but, like Germans because you have PTSD about it. No, I, I don't dislike Germans. I dislike you yell counting at me in German. That's the only way to count in German. <laughs> Lesson one of, of learning to speak German. Yell. yell. <laughs> um, <laughs> sound like you're angry. Sound like you... Sound like you're in front of a podium. You have your hair flapping around in your face. Sound like you hate an entire race of people. <laughs> <laughs> and also people who really like to travel. <laughs> Gays. <laughs> Do they like to travel? When have you not heard about a gay who's about to go on a vacation? But it's always like some New York City or L.A. Yeah. or yes. some... Yeah, what? What's like wrong with going, that? That's going... the good kind of traveling. Sorry. 
go to places that everyone hasn't been. You know, fuck a girl that everyone else hasn't fucked. Dude, slush, like, I mean, do I'm you know sorry. why people don't travel those places? Because they suck. No. <laughs> travel to New York City because there's shit to do. <laughs> travel to the city with bags. <laughs> Los Angeles, Portland, Seattle. Houston. Is there a lot in Houston? I don't know. I mean, they've had, tor- like, they've had hurricanes come through. They've seen some shit, you know? So they... They saw their dad get ripped apart by a hurricane, so they got bangs. Yeah, James Harden left, you know. <laughs> Who cares? I that know. Bill Cosby looking motherfucker. What? Some someone pointed out that he looks like Bill Cosby with a beard, <clears throat> and then someone photoshopped a beard on the Bill Cosby, and yeah, he does look like Bill Cosby with a beard. That's problematic. You should probably change the way you look if you look like Bill Cosby. Yeah, you should just It's like if somebody looked like Harvey Weinstein change <laughs> um i don't know i'm out of shit to talk about yeah me too yeah um a pretty long one yeah um so to sum up the podcast work on your social skills if you want to go talk to girls you know <clears throat> um don't let men stare at you in the bathroom <laughs> uh, older men especially if you're a child yeah especially if you're a child don't listen to this. Yeah. Yeah, if you're a child, don't listen to this podcast. Oh, okay, there's one more thing I want to talk about with you. Something very uncomfortable I don't that happened. like that. Something very uncomfortable that happened to Taryn. So, uh, is it about children? Yes. Taryn, you're not allowed to go to your schools. You know that, right? So, <laughs> um, a buddy of mine. Yeah, a buddy of mine, definitely not me. A buddy of mine who is training someone at work, uh, their work, um, the person they were training was underage. Okay, it's my work, okay? I didn't want to say it, but there's no way to tell the story without keeping it somewhat factual. So, um, I'm all of their boss, but he's his uh, section's boss. Yeah. So, he's training this girl who's doing, like, basic entry level kind of work and she's 17 six i know she doesn't have a driver's license because i did her paperwork and when i turned to her and asked i was like do you have your driver's license handy i have my permit thank you <laughs> and uh i'm just like okay i'm looking at that date that is not 18 years ago uh <laughs> Like, and, I remember that date. How, how old are you? <laughs> like, I remember exactly what I was doing she, on that day. She was born after 9-11. Oof. Oh, wait. The what? girl I'm going on a date with tomorrow was born after 9-11. She was born in 2001, and her birthday's in November. Fuck. Fuck. Where were you when the plane hit? I was in an idea. Uterus. <laughs> in the uterus. Um, anyway, so... um. How? I went on my date, had a great date, and so the buddy of mine was just like, oh, how'd the date go? And I was like, oh, it went really well. I'll tell you more about it later because he's standing there training someone. And he's like, oh, did you smash? And I'm like, dude, like, what the fuck? There's a child here. And then I jokingly was like, cover your ears. And then he was like, what, do you think she's a virgin or something? 
I'm not talking sex around a child right now. I'm fucking out of here. And I just full 180 and walked away. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a very uncomfortable moment in the lore of Terran. But Stop anyway. Same lore. It's funny. But anyway, so um, a lot of my uh, like core team was pissing me the fuck off. So um, I was listening to the music because <laughs> I found out it really fucking bothers them. It bothers one of them. And then I also know he hates my kind of music. So whenever they're bothering me, that's when I put on my music. So, like, I'm not just being a dick. I'm being a dick because they're pissing me off. Just to clarify. And so I throw on some music and I just had to uh, run over to my office to grab some paperwork real quick. And I passed by them while they were uh, while he was training her. And um, he said something. And because I have music playing... I couldn't hear them. And so I just see them looking at me out of the corner of my eye. And I just like jokingly snapped around. I was like, what the fuck are you guys looking at? (laughs) And then they just immediately start laughing. And he was like, I was just saying that she (laughs) to her that you're her boss. (laughs) And I was like, you better fucking remember it. And then I went into my office. (laughs) Why should she remember that turn? Because if she wants a promotion. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> okay then if she wants a promotion i'm the person that she should be showing her hard work and dedication to the company to yeah how many looks does it take to get to the center of a tootsie pop i'd say probably the, like the 300 to 400 range damn i'd have a raw tongue after that but that was a blowjob joke but yeah which is weird because how she's underage many Licks uh, to get this son of a tootsie pop. 364 licks is the average. Let's go, baby! I didn't like how accurate that was. I am very accurate with my tongue. Oh. Dude, so I've been trying to work on this joke for a while, and I haven't been able to get it, but maybe you can get me there. Maybe you can get me there. I can always get you there, buddy. um, Hey. (laughs) Um... So, there's the clip. Um, it always comes, <laughs> it always comes up that I have weird taste in food. I like bizarre foods, and I don't like a lot of normal foods. I don't That's like spaghetti. I don't like ranch. I don't like pineapple and pizza. I I don't. Which all three of those things go together. Pineapple and pizza is just a form of spaghetti, spaghetti with pineapple on it. with pineapple on it, and ranch goes with pizza. So yeah, but you wouldn't put ranch on spaghetti. You know what? I might now because I just you, you might give it a go. How it's the same flavors? Yeah, just a little drizzle, just a little drizzle of Hidden Valley. <laughs> Dude, I think an Italian would full on come out of their grave to smack you. Hey, it's just a little bit of rain. The Hidden Valley is apparently in Italy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a but anyway, so um, it always comes up. That I don't like these things, and then they are like, oh, yeah, sorry, I don't like sushi or something. Bullshit. And I'll just be like, you know, like, oh, you know, everyone has different taste buds. How can I make the connection of but our taste buds should, like, be together? Like, you know, like, hey, let's make out, basically. But, um, like, I feel like there's a potential for a joke there, but I can't put the puzzle pieces together. You have to ask together. them what their favorite food is, and then whatever their favorite food is, you say your tongue tastes like that. 
no, I feel like that's too just on the nose. Like, that might as well just be like, yeah, do you like ice? Do you like uh, popsicles? How about you suck my dick? Because <laughs> it doesn't taste like cherry. Yours doesn't? No, it's orange. <laughs> orange cream. <laughs> orange cream. You know, it really bothers me that just a little bit ago, I told you that my favorite soda is orange soda. And that I eat a lot of oranges, and then you come at me with this. <laughs> Taryn's missing out. <laughs> He's like, wait, it's orange, I am? I try it. Um, so, wait, so, okay, tell me the, the so, preface. So, of- like, uh, everyone's taste buds are different is basically, like, the premise of, like, whenever I'm like, yeah, you know, you don't like that food, I don't <laughs> like that food. It, it's okay that. Our t- wait, 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 our taste buds are different, but I'm sure ours will be, like, Velcro. <laughs> That's it! <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that oh that one, that one. Uh, satisfied. We need to end the podcast, man. I got a fucking boner over here. <laughs> satisfied peeling off, Dude, <laughs> peeling off the skin on my boner. Uh, <laughs> wait, that's foreskin. Fuck, put it back, put it back. <laughs> no, take it off. Yeah, I know, right? Circumcise right. yourself, you fucking heathen. I am circumcised, thank you. Yeah, um, we're the circumcises crew. <laughs> anyway, all right, so. I bet ours would be like Velcro. Thank you. Nailed it. Bam. Bada bing bada boom. Okay, so check us out on Twitter at Surprising Twit. Check us out on Instagram at Surprisingly Podcast. Uh, check us out on Apple Music and Surprisingly Sober Podcast. Same with Spotify and YouTube, of course. Uh, if you're watching us on the YouTube, hit subscribe, hit the bell notification, leave a comment telling us how fucking unfunny we are. Drop a like, etc., etc. You hear the stuff from every other fucking content creator in the goddamn world. And hope you enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm Taryn. I'm Trevor. And we are r slash signing, signing off. off.